maybe he season. was maybe he was trying to fix a wall, and then he took a fall. No comment. And we dribble it, yeah, yeah. And we dribble it, yeah, yeah. And we dribble it, yeah. We put some shots up and we dribble it. For ball we know, episode thirty-eight. It's Nate. It's a hop. And that kind of rhymed a little bit. We're recording Thursday, February 7th. Got to get that in real quick. What's up, people? Before we forget, before you forget. Yeah, but you never remind me. So ain't, ain't never my job. I did once. That's true. I'm sorry. Anyways, as y'all know, this has been an eventful week, especially if you're following the For Ball We Know Instagram account, which you should be because it's lit. Always. I mean, there's really no other way to describe the football we know instagram then it's lit i mean i would describe it as a work in progress but like like, you remember when those samsung galaxy phones blew up they blew up because they were looking at our account not because the batteries were bad (laughs) our account didn't exist but uh, i guess they saw it coming if you believe time is relative then they could have been you didn't have to point that out no one would have known anyway yes they would have (laughs) Let's just jump right in to the kicks of the week because we got a long episode coming with a lot of info and it's my mind and your mind and all the minds are going to be blown. Too much info. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're going to start it off with, well, I guess we should kind of let the listeners know what we're doing. So as y'all know, it is AHOP's month, Black History Month. That's that's not a good joke. <laughs> it's not a it's joke. not a good joke. It's not. <laughs> it was a joke, but all right, continue. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, we're going to be showcasing our kicks of the week per usual. However, there's going to be an additional li- link right below that to uh, showcase our, uh, for ball we know, Black History Month kicks of the week. And based on how months work, we should have four of them. Based on how months work, that's that was the best you'd come up with right there? Yes. Honestly, we have four of them barely because the last one will be on the 28th, which for some reason February is two days long. And <laughs> Well, because <laughs> so they intentionally gave the us cut. the shortest month. But you do realize that there could be five Fridays in one month, right? Like that's a thing that could happen. Yeah, that's why I checked. So I said four. But you said that's how months work and like theoretically it isn't. There isn't oh. inherently four of any one day in a month. Okay. Well, that's how most months work. Touche. Uh, any, anyways, I'm also curious who they is. Um, it's easier to just call them they. Do you want to give the regular kicks a week and I'll give the other ones? Yes, I think that's appropriate. So we're going to start it off with the Russell Westbrook Super Soakers. Fire. Now, these are just his normal shoe, but with a sick colorway. And if you click the, the link, ladies and gentlemen, which I I strongly suggest you do, they come in a box. That, I can't even describe the box. It's a sick box, purple and pink. And then it says Russell Westbrook. And the shoe is strapped in with zip ties as like it's a super soaker. You like a water the, gun. Yeah, that you would see at Toys R Us, rest in peace. And <laughs> <laughs> if you grew up in that era. And like that, honestly, alone, like if the colorway sucked, that would just win because that's so sick. (laughs) And then the shoes themselves have white, yellow, green, orange, 
and uh, yeah, they're mainly white with the green, yellow, orange being accent colors. But with the, the socks he's wearing, the blue and orange OKC socks, they actually look really sick. But uh, yeah, the shoe itself is really tempting for me just to pull the trigger on because that is facts, though, bro. Facts. <laughs> like, I don't is, know if you could. Go I ahead. don't know if you could rock those though. I don't know if you got a style like that. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. I just got to be honest with you, bro. All right. I'm thinking about picking up New Balance's new shoe. So, <laughs> see, that's more your speed, I think. Thanks, Dad Life. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty even, accurate. Can you even buy these? Uh, I don't know. Are you looking? I am. While you look, I'm going to give the Black History Month kicks of the week. These are uh, Kelly Oubre wearing a custom Kobe AD. These are freaking awesome. I about lost it when I saw these. Uh, they're multicolored, so your primary colors are uh, it's got red, green, blue, orange, and the shoe is white for the most part. Um, multicolored on the side. It has silhouettes of, of people dancing and playing instruments and uh, a bunch of musical notes. On the inside of the shoe, it has the city of Harlem with the basketball next to it. It says Black History. And then on the other shoe, it has Louis Armstrong, who was a, a jazz musician um, in the Harlem Renaissance from the 20s to the 60s. Uh, Satchmo, if you've heard of the guy, he was revolutionary in jazz music. But um, really cool homage to the Harlem Renaissance. I think it's interesting that they did this for a Nike shoe because Adidas patterned their entire Black History Month collection after the Harlem Renaissance. But hey, uh, anyway, these are dope. So hopefully... The NBA players keep coming with this kind of heat throughout the month. So I haven't been able to find the super soakers. I don't know if they're out yet. Um, however, you can buy his why not 0.2 on Nike's website with two different colorways, black and white, and then some janky like blue, <laughs> dark baby blue, yellow, orange, and red shoe, which I'm personally not a fan of, but can we take a minute on Bleach Report kicks? They posted these shoes, and obviously Russell Westbrook's shoe is model. It's like modeled after Super Soaker, right? The mm -hmm. top comment says shoots twenty five percent from fifty feet. <laughs> oh God, gotta be cracking up. Yeah, that, I made that comment. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds like something I'd say though. All right. Now that we've rambled about shoes for a minute, let's get into the actual content. But shoes are always a fun a fun topic. They are. As we know, uh, next week we got the All-Star festivities, as they're always around Valentine's Day, and it's hard to watch with my significant other because we got to do stuff. Um, True. Yeah, next Thursday. I don't, I'm not sure when the actual festivities kick off. I think they might be on Friday, or Thursday night might be World vs. USA game. Anyways. The dunk contest and three-point contestants were announced this week. So for the dunk contest, we got the high-flying little guy, Dennis Smith Jr., um, Miles Bridges, Hamadou Diallo, which honestly he should just win because he's going to Hamadou that ball home. No. And then we got John no. Collins, who I watched a little bit of his season highlights. That dude's got some springs under his feet. Uh, on the Atlanta Hawks. So if you haven't looked up John Collins, I would strongly suggest looking him up. He's got some dope dogs. Uh, just for the record, the, the festivities start Friday night, the 15th, next week. Mm. Not Thursday. Okay, cool. Celebs, no. play, celebs play on Friday, so do the Rising Stars. 
Saturday. It's called the Rising Stars. Saturday has the skills challenge, the three point contest, the slam dunk contest, and Sunday has the the actual All Star game. Cool. Um, on to the three point contest. Uh, this year we have Devin Booker, who's the defending champ, the Curry brothers, uh, Danny Green, Buddy Heald, Dame Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kemba Walker, Dirk. And like for ball, we know told you if you follow us on Instagram, Joe Harris. Yep. You heard it there first for ball. We know Instagram announced Joe Harris would be in the NBA three point contest before anybody else knew, because uh, that's how we do basically. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. We have sources. Hey, hop here and there. <laughs> We're connected. Some would say. I would say who you. So who do you got for each of these things? Hmm. How about we save that for next week? All right. Let the people, you know, put keep the people on the edge of their seat. That could be our football we know next week. All right, I'm with it. <laughs> uh, however, yeah, I think it's cool. Dirk's in it. I don't think he's gonna win. I'll say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, touche. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade was like, "Yeah, it's not a layup drill, so I'm out." Uh, <laughs> or mid range bank shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? Uh, next, we don't have a segue. All we have is some mean people over in the Bay. Thanks. Um, this is some kind of interesting news. I guess Rudy Gobert wasn't selected to the All-Star game, which I think last year he was. And uh, he was a little upset about it. So he got asked about it, and he was answering questions. He got a little emotional, turned around, covered his eyes, you know, the whole nine yards there. So, for no reason, nothing's been happened this season, uh, to, to my knowledge, that would no. you know trigger this response. Draymond tweeted, I guess I should cry too, dot, 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 no Charlotte, and then he put the cry emoji. <laughs> so. I like what you put here. That's actual bullying. <laughs> it is. It is actual bullying. It's, You're it's right. Like legit bullying. And, like, uh, what I was thinking is, like, is it so bad that a dude cares enough to cry that he wants to be on, you know, the the all-star team? Like, I think that's, like, cool that someone in the NBA actually cares so much. Most of these guys are like, oh, cool, I got another one, you know? And, but he's not taking it for granted. He was like, I actually really wanted to be included. He Maybe said he, he felt he said he felt disrespected by not making it. And then Draymond just had to pile on top because he's mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's past history there or whatnot, but Draymond later tweeted because people were I, replying as they should have and being mean to him, which I support. Uh, <laughs> he said, y'all big mad or little mad with the laughing emoji. So I think the difference here is that Gobert has a case for the all-star game, whereas Draymond, Draymond does not have anything close to it. Draymond. 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 <laughs> That'd be his name if he was like in the... Bahamas, <laughs> the Ray man. No, <laughs> yes, um, exactly. So, and or we're a talking shitty about this, superhero. We, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> hit the the villains with a low blow, just kick him right between the legs. But, um, we talked about before that this guy is an all star by by means of circumstance, and because his whole team is all stars, he's mm-hmm. definitely not one. Mm-mm. And I think people are starting to realize that as he was not selected this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now this this next thing kind of surprised me. Yeah, I was a little taken aback from this. Go ahead. Iguodala, Andre Iguodala goes ahead and tweets, 
he gonna cry in the car. See, okay. So that like I get it, he's being mean, but also what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Why does it gotta be in the car? Like he just cried on camera, so what what do you mean, Iguodala? You're gonna cry on Twitter? Like I'm so confused. Which is actually a good point by me. Shout out me. <laughs> this is it's apparently a quote from like a, a movie or something. I, I was just gonna say, like he's crying because he didn't make the team. It sounds like they're crying about him crying. So I guess the yeah. is just full of babies, which we kind of already knew. But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what I did like to see, though, was Gobert. Whoa, I almost said Gobert. It, it's Gobert. a reference from the movie Friday. There you go. You heard it here first. Oh, okay. Shout out, Friday. Ice Cube. Uh, Gobert took the high road when he was asked about their comments the following day. He said as long as he doesn't post anything on Snapchat, we're good. So, he's kind of just, like, making a joke. And I put, like, kill him with kindness, the bullies. That's how you That's deal with not it. kind, though. That's a shot. I mean, that was just kind of, but he wasn't like acknowledging it. He was like making a joke out of it. Like, oh, as long as they don't post on Snapchat, then I won't be mad kind of thing. You know what I mean? But do you know why he's saying that? Oh, I remember. There was that whole thing with Draymond a couple years ago where he sent a picture of his genitalia via Snapchat and it it went poorly for him. You don't remember that? I remember now. That's that's a dick pic joke, dude. (laughs) That's like not nice. He came back with some fire. Shout out Rudy Gobert. Okay, never mind. Kill him with meanness. He ain't, he ain't getting pushed around. I respect you for that, Rudy. Let him know. Kind of hard to push around a dude who's like seven feet, two eighty. But you know, <laughs> I don't think Rudy Gobert weighs two eighty. <laughs> We're both. Let's ask the internet. Right two forty-five. <laughs> I wasn't that far off. I was gonna Lord, say he's got like a seven-nine wingspan. That's crazy. And he wears a size 20 shoe, so. Sounds about right. Ladies. Good Uh, luck finding shoes, though. (laughs) Sheesh. Gobert's like, he couldn't even fit mine on his screen. (laughs) Moving on. We got some injury news. Um, After 15-odd years of never being injured ever, LeBron missed, what, 16, 17 games with that hamstring injury? Mm -hmm. Um, Came back. And secured an overtime win against the Clippers. Played, what, 40 minutes? Yeah, which was surprising to both of us. We're like, oh, he's going to play like 15, 20. (laughs) Yeah. um, And then turned around and didn't play the next game against the Warriors for, quote, load management. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's smart. I don't want to turn around and play the Warriors after 40 my first game back. Uh, So the Lakers and the Celtics are playing right now. And LeBron just hammered home a home with one-handed monster alley oop. So that's kind of fitting. It's promising. He's back. <laughs> Continue. You know, you know who will not be back anytime soon. Um, John Fall. That's so messed up, but it's good. Uh, yes, John Wall. Credit a hop on that one. Reportedly, yeah, that's why I didn't want to say it. Um, reportedly, <laughs> fell at his house. Slipped and fell. I, I don't know how one ruptures their Achilles by just casually falling in their home. Um, so Wall was already out for maybe the he season. Was, maybe he was trying to fix a wall, and then he took a fall. 
No comment. Um, <laughs> Walt was already out for the season. That was six to eight months. He was having a surgery to remove bone spurs in his left heel, whatever that means, in hopes of preventing a more serious injury. And then in the midst of this, he acquires a more serious injury. So that's unfortunate. Um, so this is saying that he should be out for a full calendar year, but it, the recovery could be as long as 15 months. And if that's the case, he would miss the entirety of next season short of a, a reappearance in the playoffs, which the Wizards will not make without John Wall <laughs> unless something changes. Yes, they've been getting destroyed without him lately. So Correct. I, I believe they're 9-9 nine and nine since he's been out, but nevertheless. Mm-hmm. So I think this brings the question to us, is this the for sure end of the John Wall Wizards era? What do you think? By this, do you mean like them being a decently good team? Because he's still got four years left on his $150 million contract. <laughs> I mean, uh, it could mean a lot of things. That's a good point. I mean, is this is this the end of him being centerpiece? Are they going to try and make a move with him? Or is this the end of, you know, just like... I, I think he'll come back and be not amazing he'll he'll still be himself though i mean we haven't really heard much of john wall for the last year or two um numbers wise and i mean i know he's been putting up numbers but you just don't hear his name mentioned ever um i mean boogie had the same injury and he's back playing and he looks like himself you know his old self he plays Uh, a different game than john wall does though well i know but you also have to remember boogie weighs a ton more and it's putting a lot True. more a lot more uh weight on that Achilles. stress yeah, yeah in a different way um and i mean as far as the john wall wizards area you have to ask too does this mean bradley beal wants out because if i'm beal i don't like this at all he already sounded frustrated with everything and now your other guy is is questionable and you don't know what he's going to look like when he comes back because if this ends up being 15 months john wall is pushing 30 when he returns right you hate to see it. I hope he's better. Um, I thought Beal mentioned he wanted to leave a while back. Oh, yeah. Or I don't think Beal's happy at all. Yeah, I think he's done. Um, so in that regard, I think that the Wizards honestly should have made more trades than they did before this deadline, especially knowing Walt was hurt. Um, I mean, this was just, a, what, two, three days ago? Yeah. I mean, that's but plenty I'm- of time to get a trade out there. It's interesting, too, because the majority owner of the Wizards said in a radio interview just about a week ago that they were not interested in trading Wall, Beal, or Otto Porter. And then they traded Otto Porter (laughs) days later. Yeah. So you have to ask, you know, is it just the players or is the franchise looking to, to make a change? Because it's time. I think that they haven't gone anywhere God, what is on with the, wrong with the TV right now? Now John Wall is on the TV in a commercial for tires. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm tired of seeing him on TV. <laughs> in so, any event, though, um, this will be interesting to watch play out, but this is a damn yeah, shame. The, the team's done. They've been kind of running in place for the last few seasons. I think they should start rebuilding and try to get a couple of good more years out of John Wall. Yeah, it's just a bummer to see a player that good who's been already kind of mired in this losing system and then keep just these injuries piling on. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to continue to – whoa, whoa. Continue. Uh, <laughs> to continue 
<laughs> with injuries. Mo Bamba has a stress fracture in his leg. Uh, that sucks. Mo's been, I don't know, pretty good. Playing pretty well. Promising young guy for the Magic. Developing. Yeah. yeah. You hate to see a rookie go down with an injury. Uh, but it is good that he does not need surgery. However, he's going to be out a significant amount of time. And Ahop, the big news, the biggest news of the week, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Karis LeVert, will return to the lineup in the Nets' next game. Nets's in the Nets' is this next game. No, that's yeah. exciting. That's exciting. Let's see if this guy can keep uh, tomorrow. Moving. So for Friday for today for all you listening right now on Friday, the day it drops, uh five thirty no six thirty uh Pacific time. They're playing the Bulls. So watch for Karis to tear up the court again and lead the the Nets to another victory. Always. Welcome back, Karis. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you can never remember his name when we talk about him, uh, I just did. So, but that's it's written on the dock. Every <laughs> yeah. other time you try and come up with it, you can't, and I have to tell you. Um, All right, yeah. Let's get to the bulk of of this week's podcast because I went <laughs> to bed yesterday thinking that we were ready <laughs> to, to go, <laughs> and then forty seven more trades came up, and now I don't even really know what's going on anymore. Yeah, these teams just wait till the end. It's really strange. I, it's just... so stupid. Though. All right. All right. Let's wait till five minutes before. I know they all think someone else is going to offer them, but they're all doing the same thing, waiting. And then they all just start contacting <laughs> each other. And 50 trades come in, and Woj has six phones, and he's typing it all out on Twitter. <laughs> Only six? Yeah. Um, all right. So where do we want to begin? Well, speaking of six, <laughs> the Sixers announced... I wanted to start with this one because it was most shocking. The Sixers announced that they are not ready to trade Markel Fultz before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. About mm, 30 minutes before the trade deadline, Markel Fultz got traded. <laughs> yep, sure did. So he's gone officially. He's going to Orlando for Jonathan Simmons. Uh, in return, they get Jonathan Simmons, a first and a second round pick from Orlando. Which Wow. I did not see coming because of all the injury woes that uh, Markel has had. So I guess he still holds big value. So good for him. I guess so. (laughs) But yeah, good for Orlando. Good for Markel to get out of there where he's been, you know, he's had a rough, rough memories. Yeah. Maybe fresh start is what he needs. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say whether or not it was actually the Sixers staff that was hurting him. You know, it'll be nice to get out of there and get some new memories and like that'll, start start over, like you said, start fresh. That'll be an interesting team. It could be a good team in the coming years. Aaron, Aaron Gordon, and, Obamba, yeah, Fools can get it together. Mm-hmm, and then Isak, who's huge, and Vucevic, who's an all star this year. Like that's a large team. Yeah, but yeah, way large. Speaking of large, there's a large man that's been talked about a lot. This you week. always use that segue, and it's so weak. They're all large men. But AD is the largest by tweets. <laughs> he had the largest amount of tweets about him. All right. How yeah, you're right. He is trending. <laughs> so there was a whole amount, a lot of hoopla this week <laughs> regarding hoopla! Anthony Davis. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start the hoopla with the night that the podcast dropped Friday night last week. 
the Lakers gave their first offer to the Pelicans, and this offer is just as bad as all the other offers they gave. You know, this one's this one's better because no, they just started a, like it's a good hitting. offer, like for what he is. But you know, we think it's a little too much. So, all right, so Lakers offer Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, Rondo, Beasley, and a first rounder. Yes. So this one is not terrible. This one's kind of like borderline too much. I would like to see them offer Lonzo or Kuzma and then ship Zubak who, and like another pick or something because Zubak is a promising young guy and he's been playing great. So like, you know, that's, that's their starter. That's their like yeah, little test in the waters. How do you like this pick or this trade? Yeah. So then they skipped Saturday. They didn't talk much. Sunday came out. Pelicans considering asking or making a counter offer that asks LA for two first rounders and adds another Pelicans player to the deal. That player being Solomon Hill. But that's not a, you get Solomon Hill. It's a, please take him because we need cap relief. Essentially. But I like Solomon bear down. Continuing right. on. Nevertheless, I thought that point was important. Yes. Continuing on Monday afternoon. Anthony Davis comes out with a list of preferred teams he would want to sign a long-term deal with. So obviously he wouldn't mind being traded right now just to anybody to get out of the Pelicans, you know, hands, but he's letting all the other teams know, Hey, I won't sign with you. Only these four. I'm a rental unless you are these people. mm -hmm. Those four are the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks and the Bucks for ball. I hope it's the Bucks. (laughs) So big, Market teams and then Milwaukee because they're good, essentially. Because Giannis. Yes, and him and Giannis would be a terrifying large team. It would be legendary. Two large men leading a large victory. (laughs) Sure. So the Lakers submitted another offer on Monday as well to the Pelicans. This one being Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, who wasn't in the first one, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson wasn't in the first one. Michael Beasley, two first rounders, and then all that for Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. <laughs> they added Ingram, Lance, and another first rounder. It's just, that's crazy. That's their whole team. It literally is like, take everyone that isn't LeBron. Yes. Who's even left after that? Josh Hart and Contavious Codwell Pope, and that's it, really? <laughs> uh, they got They got Zubak. Ah, yeah, they'd still have him at this point. Yep, they would have him. (laughs) So that would be their team, but this is just too much. You can't... Yeah, you can't trade away your whole team. And the thing is, New Orleans says no to this. (laughs) (laughs) But that's another topic. We'll get to that. Yes, and then Lonzo, of course, had to once again point out that he does not want to go to New Orleans. He mentions wanting to go to Phoenix. Um... And That's that, smart on his end, F- picking Phoenix. There's, I don't know how he expects to get there, but I would want to go to Phoenix if I was him. I would too. You got Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, two guys, or Booker's a perennial all star. Um, and then uh, DeAndre Ayton's on Except the come he's up. not. And then they need a point guard. So boom. Yeah. And Kelly Oubre Jr. I think we talked about this last week, but still, we did. Good, yeah. good spot for Lonzo. That's smart that he would choose a spot such as that. And it's in the same division. Um, yes. So then 
the Lakers report came out that they were feeling pessimistic about well, the trade. I wonder why. And they said the, the combos had been a little one-sided with the Pelicans. And then there was more rumors saying the Pelicans wanted upward of four draft picks. Four. In addition to the Lakers' entire roster, we want your whole future, too. Like, I don't know if they're just being greedy or, like, they think Anthony Davis is the greatest player of all time. Like, yes, he is the best center in the league, probably, arguably. And he is worth a lot, but I feel like this deal should have already been done with the last deal or offer they gave them. Like, that's a lot of players. What more are you going to get? Most of them, like, young guys that are going to be good. Oh, yeah. So... And even if you don't want all of those guys, if you're the Pelicans, look at how much trade bait you have, how much you can work with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then the Celtics decide to chime in and say they want New Orleans to wait until the summer. Yes, granted, this Did is I... all on Monday still. Oh, yes, still all Monday. So the Celtics say, hey, wait until the summer. Um, we have draft picks and things, and you want those. Yeah, they still have 50 50- first round picks somehow <laughs> yeah magically they, they have un, they have unlimited first rounders i don't yeah, understand they were finessing no okay and they're usually all lottery picks too so yeah they'll have more cap space at the end of the year some free agents will leave and whatnot um like you said draft picks so this report interestingly enough comes out after ad says he doesn't want to be in boston <laughs> but boston's like hey we still want you to be here so we're going to force your hand basically i don't know so i think it's at face value that seems like a bad idea for boston but i feel like they might be trying to finesse a way to make Kyrie interested in sticking around and Mm -hmm. if they can convince Kyrie to stick around maybe anthony davis changes his mind but Mm -hmm. i don't know it ended up being a thing where it sounded like anthony davis said and his dad went on this whole big rant about how boston's awful and that he would never want his son to play there. So it seems kind of unlikely. Yep. But who can forget Kyrie going back on his word? <laughs> Touche. Yeah. The Celtics said they were, quote, cautiously optimistic about his re-signing, which I think is misguided. But that sounds kind of like, um, I don't even know, cautiously optimistic. It's very it just, careful wording. It just sounds like you're worried but you're also not worried so you're just neutral <laughs> about the oh, well like he might yeah <laughs> you know yeah it sounds like these this deal that the celtics would be interested in making in the summer would include jason tatum as a centerpiece i personally am gonna take lonzo kuzma ingram rondo lance stevenson beasley and two first rounders way before jason tatum and, and his dope 16 and 6 this year, but... But you forget they can offer 17 first-rounders. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <So. laughs> um, All right. Speaking of what you said about Kyrie trying to stay and them, like, luring Anthony Davis in to lure Kyrie, yada, yada, lots of luring. <laughs> so um, much. Kyrie says he hates the narrative that other players can influence his decision on where he wants to go. Kyrie. You left Cleveland because of LeBron James. That's a player that influenced your decision. Also, isn't this the whole whole reason for going somewhere? Because there are other good players that you could win with? I I mean, no one wants to go to Cleveland. And that's not only because Ohio sucks. It's also because there are no good players in Cleveland. 
hot take on Ohio. <laughs> Everyone says that Ohio sucks. It's just a sad truth. But it's like, <laughs> I meant it's a truth that people say it. But regardless, it's like, that is the truth. Other people do influence your decision. It's Paul not Pierce. like that's a bad thing. That's how this, that's how it works. But whatever. Right. Kyrie just okay. needs to shut up. Okay, Monday's over. Tuesday. <laughs> this is so long. Uh, Lakers, uh, quote, pull out of trade talks with New Orleans because of outrageous requests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we want 17 more picks. We want your whole roster minus LeBron. We want Magic Johnson. And uh... we want the Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> Just fly it out to us. <laughs> Thanks. So... Yeah, they uh, the Lakers pulled out, but however they were they were still waiting for an offer to come from New Orleans because counter New Orleans, yeah, they hadn't even countered yet, so they were just like, give us a counter. I don't know, but I agree with them because they also said they no longer want to bid against themselves, which makes sense because at some point, the you know New Orleans is just sitting back, seeing like, all right, how much can we get these guys to offer before we say yes? Imagine if you're at an auction and there's something that you want and no one else is bidding, mm-hmm. but you just keep raising the amount of money that you're willing to spend. Yeah. That's exactly what the Lakers were doing. That's so that makes it, no sense. Oh, I want that classic car, ten thousand. No one else wants it. 15,000, <laughs> 20, you know, one person bidding on something that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's not a, a way, negotiation. Yeah. In a, well, it kind of is. Not if the other side isn't reciprocating, oh, you're not yeah. negotiating. Fair. You're yes. just wildly throwing out numbers. Right. So in that way, it's, it's an auction because, or it's like the analogy we just gave. However, in the auction, you'd win no matter what. If you, you know, if you kept throwing up higher numbers, but in this case, they were, they just wanted something back, you know, they just didn't want to keep going up while they offered nothing in return. And I think they knew that New Orleans wasn't really talking to anybody else. Seems so, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, to continue on Tuesday, news came out that the Pelicans reportedly are, have prevented Anthony Davis, a healthy Anthony Davis from returning on Monday. Uh, this kind of sucks for Anthony Davis. You know, he wants to get back on the court. Um, I can see why <laughs> on a not. different court with a different team. Yeah. I, I could see why they held him out just because maybe he was about to get traded. Um, the chemistry on the team might not be too great right now with him wanting to get out. You know, there's a lot of different reasons. Well, and they said today that they're going to quote, allow him to play. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny to me, but it makes sense. And I don't know when this trade happened, this uh, Lakers offer, but a third one leaked out to uh, Instagram from Bleacher Report. And so if you thought those other two were outrageous, listen to this one. Mm. See, <laughs> so they got Lonzo Ball. There's a re- reoccurring theme here with Lonzo Ball. <laughs> the trades. There is. Kyle Kuzma. Recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, two occurring reoccurring themes. Um, Josh Hart, that's a new one. Re- replaced Rondo, essentially. Because mm-hmm. Rondo's old. Yeah. <laughs> Zubak, like I said, like, I don't know why he wasn't in more trade offers, honestly. He's been playing well. And if you have Anthony Davis, you don't need a Zubak. Whatever that is. And then Contavious <laughs> Codwell-Pope and two first-rounders. 
So this is the same offer earlier, except they removed Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and Beasley, three older guys, for three promising young guys. So it's literally all six promising young players on LA's roster, plus two first-round picks. I would take that trade so quickly. So quickly. (laughs) But that Um, brings us to, you guessed it, the Pelicanspiracy. (laughs) Go ahead. Which says... Maybe the Pelicans were never actually interested in trading with LA and trading with LA. They were just playing them. So this could be a ploy to destroy the Lakers chemistry or the team morale. It could have been a test to see how the young guys respond for like the, in the future, if they do want to go through with the trade, it, it, were they just trying to show AD how much they value him? I don't know what their end game would be here, but it really seems like they were never interested. So I'm kind of buying into this. Yeah. Like if you're interested, you're at least making a counter or yeah. like there, there was rumors that they wanted more picks, but that's not a counter. You're just asking for more things. You know, which, if you want more picks, come back, tell us which rounds, which uh, years and which players you want with those picks. What is it that you want exactly that will actually make you go through with this trade? Whereas instead mm. it was like, mm, no, Uh, no sprinkle some more picks on there then we'll talk yeah see so i don't i kind of i buy this i don't know what their end game would be or why they would be this petty (laughs) stupid lakers you know i don't really get it um i mean they took ad out of their intro video it's pretty petty no yeah maybe they're just a petty franchise but (laughs) if if this is what was going on and if any signs in the future point to this is what was happening I don't think it bodes well for the Pelicans because teams aren't going to want to deal with them and players aren't going to want to be there. Mm -hmm. So the Pelicans Um, better hope that if this was what they were doing, that no one finds out about it. Speaking of a test for the young guys, uh, Lonzo ball after the trade deadline ended today, posted a story listening to the song. What song was it? I didn't saw this, right? Uh, it was like, I ain't going nowhere or something like that. It was a rap <laughs> song. It's pretty funny. It was like an old, older older song, I think. Um, yeah, sorry. I don't know the name of it. I'm not familiar with it. But I, Tom Brady's played it in the past when they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> you know, they're still in the playoffs. But he played it. So it was kind of the same thing. And that was his reaction that he's thank. It was like literally minutes after the deadline ended. He posted that. <laughs> like he was happy to stay in L.A. where he's from. It was the course of P. Diddy's Bad Boy for Life, which says, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going yeah. nowhere. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Um, speaking of L.A. and trading, they did actually make a trade. They acquired Reggie Bullock from the Pistons for Svi Masayik. M- I don't Mikhaik. know who that is. Um, and then they got Mike Muscala back from the Clippers in that trade. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. You did. <laughs> um, and then they got a second round pick with that. Also, they traded Michael Beasley rip and Zubak to the Clippers for Mike Muscala, which I don't understand at all. Me either. <laughs> Zubak's been playing well. Muscala. He's been playing not, amazing. Muscala is not as, you know, he's, he's developed already. Kind of, he's kind of reached his peak in my opinion. Um, uh, He's 27. Maybe they're just looking for a guy who hasn't had a good career. Guy who could stretch the floor more, maybe. Uh, Anyways, like a 35% three point shooter. 
That's the best I can come up with. I don't know. Zubox been playing well. I don't get why. Get I don't. I think it's dumb. Also, I agree. He could be trade bait later too for a better guy. Anyways, uh, the Clippers also made their own trade with the Sixers. This was a pretty big trade. Uh, this was like the first big trade of the trade deadline. The Clippers acquired Wilson Chandler, Landry Shamit, and two first and two second round picks. That's so much from the Sixers and they got the Sixers got Tobias Harris, Bobin and Mike Scott and uh Tobias Harris we've been mentioning him all year he's having an incredible year like easily up there for most improved player and then Mike Scott is known for his three point ability as well as his rebounding abilities so yeah there's that Sixers can use all the shooting they can get yeah and to me, this makes the Sixers a very, very good team. Like, that's like a starting five that's scary. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Tobias has been balling. I also think it's very comical that Tobias Harris made a game winner for the Clippers the night before. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the next day, bye. They thanks. beat Charlotte with a game winner by Tobias. And then uh, he's out. But it was kind of cool because he posted on social media, like, no better way to end it. My time in, like, L.A. That's cool. All right. Th- thanks for everything stuff like that so that's i respect cool. that mm-hmm. but if you think getting traded after a game winner is bad how about oh, getting God. traded during the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fun that was harrison barnes uh during the game they put up a graphic of him sitting on the bench and it said traded to the kings <laughs> and you're watching it like excuse me what and he's just sitting on the bench has no clue <laughs> completely oblivious that he has to uproot his entire life and move from Dallas to Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the gravity of these situations. I feel like we don't, we don't think about it in that way. Like, Oh, this guy got traded. Okay. These people have to move. They like mm-hmm. their entire lives change. Right. And then they're there within like 24 hours, which is crazy to me. They're playing the next night, you know, yeah, it's crazy. Like, oh, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that trade was Harrison Barnes to the Kings and the Mavericks acquired Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. And then the Mavericks are rumored to be buying out Zach Randolph. So basically just Harrison Barnes and Justin Jackson with cap space. Fair enough. So LeBron had some opinions on this Harrison Barnes trade. You probably know more about what he had to say than I do. Uh, essentially, he was saying, like, this is messed up. We always talk about how um, players... Their fans get mad at players for leaving, yet the, you know, the it's a business and the, the organizations are just as bad because they're letting a guy go mid-game. So he says, so let me just guess, this is, so let me guess this is a cool, because they had to do what was best for the franchise, right? Traded this man while he was literally playing in the game and had zero idea. I'm not knocking who traded him because it's a business, you have to do what you feel is best, but I just want to, I want this narrative to start to get a real slash change. Um, that's not English, LeBron. To get real <laughs> slash change. There we go. There and, go. Not, and not when a player wants to be traded or leaves a franchise that he's a selfish slash ungrateful player. But when they trade you, release, wave, cut, et cetera, et cetera, it's best for them. I'm okay with both, honestly. Truly, I am. Just call it. Just call a ace, a ace. There we go. I mean, he has a good point. I feel like this has really been developing in recent years where if a player makes a decision, then they're disloyal, they're whatever. But then if a franchise makes a decision, it's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like 
that wasn't necessarily what we saw in that uh, Spurs Raptors trade. Right. I think fans agreed that there was a lot of disloyalty within the franchise and that that was unfair to some degree. But on the same note, I think we kind of just need to quash this whole loyalty thing entirely. And just take it as a business for both sides. Yeah, because we put so much weight on this guy played for this team his whole career, you know, Kobe, Dirk, whoever. But it's like, okay, that's cool. That's like cutesy that that happened, but that's not that's not reality. That How often does that happen? Yeah. Um, furthermore, like, this actually has happened before. It's been worse. I remember a few years back, it was it wasn't a guy as big as or as known as Harrison Barnes, kind of just like a role guy. He got traded and he was playing in the game, and they subbed him out because he got traded and he couldn't play for the team anymore. So they took wow. him out and said, "Yo, you just got traded," and he just went to the locker room and changed. That's so wild. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that happens, but Harrison Barnes is a bigger name, so it made a lot of noise. Yeah. Um. Next, we got Houston and the Cavs make, and the Kings making a three-team trade. Uh, Houston gets Iman Shumpert, Nick Stauskas, another three-point specialist, Wade Baldwin, who's also pretty good at threes and even better off the dribble. Uh, Kings get Alex Burks, Alec Burks and a second-round pick. And then the Cavs get Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris, first-round pick. And we take an L saying Marquise Chris was going to be good in Houston. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> they, we probably should have seen this coming that Houston's trying to win now, and Mar- Marquise got some got some work to do before he's a, a a role player that can get some minutes. So then they went with Nene, and then they don't need Chris anymore. But for the Cavs, that's good. Marquise, Chris, Tristan Thompson costs a lot of money. Maybe he can be another Tristan Thompson. You get a first round pick, and then you get Brandon Knight, who's not a terrible point guard. Now, just because I saw this, and I think this is kind of wild. The Rockets have since this traded Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin to the Pacers, and the Pacers plan to waive both players. So, and then I know the the Knicks are going to waive Wesley Johnson, who they received recent from the Porzingis trade, and then they are going to be and then Wesley or Wesley Matthews, excuse me, and then Wesley Matthews will be signing with the Pacers. Life comes at you fast, man. Yeah. Because this week, this week, Stauskas and Baldwin went from the Blazers to the the Cavaliers in that Rodney Hood trade. And then they were traded to Houston. And then they got sent to the Pacers and now they're getting waived. I really hope they just told him like, hey, don't worry, you're getting traded again. Like, don't move. Like, I hope they didn't fly out to these places and then fly to the next places just to get bought out again. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they, they just, just been like, at home. Yeah, and they just faxed the, the paperwork over. <laughs> um, this next trade, we've talked about the Suns quite a bit and how they need a point guard. They finally got a better one, and we've talked about this guy before. They get Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington, and then they give up Ryan Anderson to the Heat. So, like we've mentioned in the past, or I have Tyler Johnson is a pretty good point guard. He's up and coming, and he's better than what they have right now, especially a guy that's proven himself in the league. And I think it'll be fun to see this play out. And then Wayne Ellington is also a good role player to have to back up Devin Booker. So there you go on that. I like it. And I'm realizing good now. Good job, it's, sons. I'm liking now. Yeah, darn it. 
I'm noticing now with this next <laughs> section that we are out of order because this is now the Rodney Hood trade that sent Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin to Cleveland in the first place. But we've <laughs> already mentioned that they got traded to Houston and then the Pacers and then got waived. Oh, but, wow. This is going to get more confusing. Hold on, folks. The important thing to know here, because I'm not even going to include Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin. Rodney Hood is now on the Blazers, and the Blazers throughout all this ended up with two second-round picks because they then traded Stauskas and Baldwin. Hey, goats are expensive, man. Rodney Hood, (laughs) I like him on Portland. Um, We've talked about him multiple times as a guy who can score. I like Uh, him anywhere. A guy who can make plays. And so we know that Dame and CJ McCollum need help. Because if they both don't score 25, they lose. Literally always. Yeah, and Nick Stauskas was doing well for them, but he's just, he's a Clay Thompson. He can't dribble. He has to come off screens, you know? And uh, Clay. Rodney is more versatile. He can shoot pretty well, but he can also get to the get to the rim. So for sure. that's good for them. Show, show. <sighs> what we got next? Go ahead. Uh, let's see. The Wizards and Bulls made a trade in which the Wizards acquired Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis in exchange for the Bulls receiving Otto Porter Jr. Which we mentioned earlier who they are not trading. So he's not on the <laughs> Bulls, actually. That You know, reports are lying because the owner said we're not trading. <laughs> you just confused me. So I hope people listening aren't confused. <laughs> they said they weren't going to trade him, then they did. So nobody which, is safe in Washington. Which goes apparently. back, which which goes back to LeBron's point of it's a business. You know, he told him one thing, but it, you know, a better he offer lied. showed up. Yeah. So business decision, you're out of here. Um, I don't understand the Bulls' decision of getting rid of Jabari Parker. Like, yeah, all, me either. Like Jabari's being shipped around like he's like a nobody. He's really good. You know, dude can play. Yeah. So the Wizards might actually be trying to get better now that John Wall's hurt. To trying to build something for when he comes back. Who knows? Well, they made more moves. Uh, the, the Wizards acquired Wesley Johnson and they sent Markeith Morris to the Pelicans. Wesley Johnson, where are you, man? I, I have no idea. Because he didn't he get traded to New York? I don't know. Oh, no, he was traded to. Oh, man, we missed this one. He was traded from New York to the Pelicans. <laughs> Rip. Dude, this is Wesley Johnson is a traveled man. Well, not so much as Baldwin and Stauskas, but nevertheless. Wow. Oh, he was in that Otto Porter uh, Jr. trade. It was just like a third-team guy. This is so confusing. This is too much. Yeah, this is way too much. Anyways, Wesley Johnson's going to get bought out by whoever he's with now and signed with the Pacers. That's all I know. All right, cool. So Wesley Johnson will be yeah. on the Pacers. That's what matters. Yeah. Speaking of teams uh, in the northeast of the country, the the Bucks and, and – Oh, my God. And the Pistons. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Make a straight across Thon Maker Stanley Johnson trade. However, Stanley Johnson's not there long. He gets traded to New Orleans with Jason Smith, uh, and the uh, the Bucks receive Miritich, which is a freaking steal for the Bucks. <laughs> That's balling for the Bucks. That's brilliant. I don't I don't understand this at all for New Orleans. You're going to give up Miritich, who's been playing very well, for Jason Smith and Stanley Johnson. 
Like, don't get me wrong, Stanley. I love you. You know, you took us to a an elite eight, but like he hasn't done much in the league. <laughs> and Miritich, Miritich has been doing the most in the league. Well, Miritich was out for a minute, wasn't he? I don't care. You got Anthony Davis trying to leave. You keep Miritich and Julius Randle. All right, but yeah. Not, they got. I, I see your point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, one more big guy was on the move today. He got moved. Uh, the Grizzlies at the very end, or close to the end of the trade deadline, the Grizzlies traded Mark Gasol to Toronto for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and a 2024 second round. Pick. Good lord. Yeah, 2024. That's so long from now. <laughs> um, so yeah. I think this is a good trade for both sides. I mean, Jonas definitely is still a good center in this league, so they're not yeah. losing too much. Mark obviously can do a lot more um, as far as shooting and rebounding and yada yada, but Toronto should be sick to watch now. Um, and by the way, Memphis decided to keep Mike Conley. They announced before the trade deadline ended. So I, I don't know that they decided to keep him so much as they couldn't <laughs> find anywhere to send him. I think we should be careful with our wording there. Probably because his contract's uh, so bad. I mean, yeah, it sounded like a couple a couple teams thought that he was too pricey and a couple others weren't getting pieces they wanted. So, yeah, because he signed a five year, hundred fifty two million dollar deal with uh, the Grizzlies. Got to get the bag, bro. Two and a half years into that deal, they're like, oh, man, I don't know. That might have been too much. (laughs) Shout out Russ, though. He's got a bar. He says, got to get the bag like Mike Conley. Mm. And he sure is. Shout out him. (laughs) <laughs> well, we don't need to shout out Russ because he'll shout out himself. Facts. Shout out to me. <laughs> so that's all the trade news, at least the important ones that went down. Oh, my God. Sorry if it's confusing. It's confusing to us, too, honestly. I'm confused. Um, but let's just get into some, like, regular news that we usually talk about now. So Tell us about the Lakers. To, yeah, we're going to go back to the Lakers because the news just comes out of there. They have, like, a reporter that lives in the locker room. Um, speaking of the locker room, though. This this, this is came bad. from the locker room, actually. So Saturday night, last Saturday, the Lakers lost to the Warriors. And LeBron wasn't playing, but they actually played pretty well, and they only lost by like 8 or 12 points or something like that. So, um, yeah, after the loss, some vets confronted Luke Walton. So it was rumored that McGee, Stevenson, and Beasley had an emotional exchange uh, a verbal exchange with Luke Walton. And then these re- three players needed to be restrained from Luke before it escalated. Thoughts? I don't know, man. Um, Is he to blame for their struggles? No. Or do people just not like him as a coach? See, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I feel like... <laughs> he has been getting some flack for the team's... Uh, the team not performing well when LeBron was healthy. I think that's growing pains. I think people are quick to jump to, we want to point fingers. That's human nature, but I'm just surprised that it got to this point that it was guys getting restrained for the sake of, you know, safety. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's a lot. At your head coach. So there, there has to be things happening that have been happening. We're unaware of. It's it's got to be all the trade rumors tearing everybody I don't, apart. I don't think that helps. So if the Pelican conspiracy is a real thing, well done. Mm-hmm. 
However, I will would like to note they're beating the Celtics right now, so maybe they're back. Now that the deadline's over, everybody can breathe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's that simple, but... They can, they can stop purposely tanking so they don't get traded. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, just suck, suck. Lower I've your never value. seen you air ball of three. Oh, man, someone opened a door. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, um, we're moving on. Kobe Bryant is back in the news. As usual. I don't know about as usual, but he always has something to say. That's true, but he's he's made waves for the first time in a while. Uh, this time he's talking about James Harden. And what he has to say is, "quote Well, I think he has to do what he has to do in order for his team to win. And there's certain levels to it. There's levels to this shit, eh, huh? So <laughs> always there, there's the style of play in which he's using, which I'm not a fan of in terms of winning championships. I don't think that style's ever going to win a championship." So, as per usual, media likes to sensationalize, and the headlines I was getting was, Kobe says Harden style can't win. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is a big deal. And then I go look, and it's Kobe making very realistic, valid points and qualifying them. After this whole quote, he went on to say, uh, darn it. But at the same time, you have to keep your team's head above water to win games. So you have to do what you have to do to win games, and he's doing it. Okay, yeah, duh. He goes on to talk about how when you have one player scoring all your points and coming up with the ball at the top of the key, it's that easier. That his name's Kobe Bryant. Okay. It's easier to stop the team that you're playing against because they don't have any weapons besides one guy. Duh. Yes, most he's, people can see that. He's not saying anything crazy. Is he right? Yeah. He's just pointing out what's happening in front of our eyes. It's like very clear, straightforward basketball analysis. The way the Rockets are playing right now, where James Harden is scoring 58.9 points a night, they're not going to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Duh. Yeah. Thank you, Kobe, for saying what everyone already knows. And thank you, media, for twisting it, blowing it all out of proportion. Per usual. Yep. Um, Because we were making fun of Kobe when we first heard this. We were like, oh. Oh, Kobe's just trying to say stuff, just trying to be relevant. Like, no, Kobe's just being smart. Harden might have heard this, though, because he threw a ball at Frank Mason Jr. Or Frank Mason III after he accidentally hit him in the face last night. He swiped at the beard, bro. Yeah. I I hate seeing that. It's like, dude, relax. It was an accident. Like, chill. At least he, like, threw it at his feet, though. It wasn't like a playground, like, I'm going to hit you in the chest with the ball. Yeah. That was weird. It was not, an interesting really, exchange. Yeah, it was interesting to watch. If you haven't seen it, look it up. But it's not really something we could talk 30 minutes about. Um, it's <laughs> however, not terribly exciting. There's a, there's a snake in my boot. because in, Kevin your, Dur- in your boot? Yeah, Kevin Durant is back. And he's in his feelings again. Always. Kiki, do you love me? Yeah. Well, if it's Kevin Durant, probably not. <laughs> I hope not for Kiki's sake. So Kevin Durant yells at reporters yet again, kind of <laughs> like old man yells at clouds. It never gets old. <laughs> never. Um, so you go ahead and say this one. This is you. Uh, <laughs> there was a time though. I will admit that. Um, so r- reporters ask questions. That's it. That is their job, correct? And and sometimes those questions aren't just about basketball. They're about the business that goes with it. And Kevin Durant doesn't like that. 
So he reportedly walked out of this presser. He said to, he said to the media folks, I just don't trust y'all. Why are you always asking about free agency? I just want to come in and play basketball and go home. Like, do I have to talk to you guys? Whatever, whatever. But I do. It's, it's relax, man. Talking to the press is part of your job. And asking, my, uh, asking about free agency is part of theirs. My favorite part of this whole exchange was he told them to grow up. Then it's like, what? You're literally a child, KD. You're literally a child. That's like having a kid and at four years old, them saying, grow up, dad. <laughs> just like, uh, excuse me? Because just, this uh, man's created fake Twitter accounts. Burner. He, yeah, burner accounts to, you know, boost his stock with himself, basically, because no one was agreeing with this, these burner accounts. He replies to DMs. He, like he's he's all kinds of petty this man needs to grow up before anybody so i don't know if the reporters need to grow up because they're just simply doing their job but kevin durant you just need to chill bro like i would ask kd these questions this is funny like i, I get that it's you like know? annoying after a while but you don't have to answer them just be like uh next question or just like uh, i don't know anything about free agency or well, focus right now you know something like that he doesn't have to be like listen y'all <laughs> it, uh, his relationship with the media is created by him yes he's asked provoking leading questions because of these responses it's that simple mm-hmm. meanwhile lebron trolls then ask, ask me if i want to play with, with luke Doncic. ask me if i want to play with kevin durant like that's how you that's how you keep the media at bay mm-hmm Good point. Get out your feelings, KD. All right. We've reached the near end of the episode, so it's time for the football we know. Um, We just want to take a minute to shout out the trades that happened this week that we've mentioned. So uh, if you forgot, go back and listen because uh, we told you already. So (laughs) We're going to highlight a few important things, though, here. Yes. Based on the recent events, we think that for ball we know, the East – Eastern Conference has a way higher chance to win the NBA Finals than they did for the deadline. Yes, yes. As in increased, as in probably not higher than the West, but a better chance. It's the the, the gap is closing for sure. Um, one of these trades that happened that you know influenced our football we know is Gasol to Toronto. That's a really good pickup for them. Kawhi and Gasol could be lethal together. Gasol stretches the floor even more for Kawhi to create, and even Ibaka on the other. Uh, the other block, he stretches the floor, so now this floor is even longer than it used to be, <laughs> <laughs> and wider. Um, and this one I forgot. You told me this one because it just yes. slipped my mind, and it's just—it's actually kind of dirty. Go ahead. It's huge. Miritich to the Bucks. Yes. You just give them another tall guy. And a dude who can stretch, man. A, a dude who can stretch the floor and hit threes and give thirty on random nights. You know, I mean, with the way Middleton's been playing and shooting the ball, now you add in another guy who who can stretch the floor and who can rebound and do all those things. That's a problem. And the Bucks already look like they might have what it takes to oust the Warriors. Right. And now you give them this other piece. That's mean. That's mean. Very, very. Um. And last, you got Tobias Harris to the 76ers. Now you got J.J. Redick, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, uh, Tobias Harris, Wilson Chandler. Or, or no, Wilson Chandler got traded, huh? Yes, he um, did. 
I mean, you even got Corey Brewer, who's been playing kind of good as an old head. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's only just guy that you don't have is Markel Fultz, which is fine. That Simmons, Embiid, Butler, and now Harris is just like, oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. And and then you got JJ to stretch the floor. Exactly. That's loud. So I know. I'm sorry. I gotta go to work <laughs> soon. Um, yeah. From all we know, the East, this, the finals could actually be pretty good. I think maybe we might see the Sixers there now. They might pull it together, but Eastern Conference Finals could look like Sixers, Bucks. And it's sure. looking a little bit less and less like uh, the Celtics. Yes, the Celtics are declining as everybody else is rising. Not making moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the episode. It was a a really big one. Yeah, there's no NCAA this week because there's just way too much, and there's not as nearly as exciting stuff going on in the NCAA right now. <laughs> but True. March is coming up, so that's March is coming for NCAA. Yeah, facts. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe, like the episode, yada yada, heart it. Follow us on Instagram do. at for ball we know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, make sure to review us. I forget. Don't forget that. Whatever platform you listen on, there's listen on. There's a way to review. Do uh, it. Do it. I, iTunes is the best way, or Apple Podcast. Uh, it's the one everybody uses, but every little thing helps. So uh, we will see you next week for some Valentine's Day podcasting. Ooh, some pod loving. Maybe Hip Hoop will have to shout out Valentine's Day. That's some pressure on you. You already know I got the <laughs> bars ready. What do you mean? <laughs> For Nate. For Hop. It's been real. See ya. Adios. Man, I'm 75 and still alive. Like, damn, it went fast. I know somewhere up above my father's having a laugh. Every lesson that he told me adding up like it's math. And every time I'm looking dumb because I ain't listening to the man. And now I'm thinking, man, where my legacy at? As I'm staring at the child of my child on my lap And it hits me all at once, man, this is where it at I said, son, go get that bond, let me show you who you are I said, this is my legacy, I leave it for you And that's something that's a part of me, now a part of you too And it's more than just a game, and it's more than just a sport If that ever truly is a sign of God, it's a proof It'll teach you how to work, how to love, how to lose All the dedication needed to be the man that you choose I'm leaving it for you so you can be the better man I handed in the rock like I put the world in his hands And now he's dribbling, yeah, yeah And now he's dribbling, yeah, yeah And now he's dribbling, yeah He put some shots up and he's dribbling